What is up everyone, I'm Steve, and these are the Memoirs of an Indonesian American, a show that shares experiences, tips, and tools that have shaped friends of mine to become who they are today. I hope that there's something here that you can relate to, whether you're Indonesian or not. In this episode, we will be moved by Daniel on self-expression. He's a talented musician, vocalist, and music producer who has released a number of tracks that I highly encourage you to listen to, as even the track played in this podcast is credited to him. Honestly, pause the episode and listen to his music. That's D to the E to the N-Y-U-L. Look him up. Daniel will be sharing his inspiration and passion for music, how he learned to express himself through a creative process, and a few tips for aspiring musicians or artists. And to wrap things up, as a staple of this podcast, he will be speaking on how his Indonesian culture has played a part in his American life. Let's have a listen. Hey everyone, I'm here with Daniel, and he's going to be talking to us about self-expression through his music, and just his origin story, how it's allowed him to mature and grow, as well as some tips for you all. And of course, um, adding the component of being an Indonesian American. But first, Daniel, I just wanted to ask you, what are you passionate about? Uh, I like a lot of things, um, you know, one of them, music, of course. Uh, I'm genuinely just a shy person, but I like to entertain, you know? <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, for sure. I know you're not, uh, it's weird, because you're a really talented musician, and we listen to your songs over and over, <laughs> but uh, people wouldn't know that about you, huh? <laughs> but cool, cool. What else are you passionate about? I'm passionate about writing just writing stuff down um just writing you know how i'm feeling in the moment like even as short as one word um i, I like to write and reflect um and i use those as lyrics a lot of the time oh interesting so <laughs> the inspiration throughout any day mm -hmm. could be my experiences yeah yeah for sure those are a big part um, of what I like to do, you know, what I, um, what I'm passionate about. Um, and it's, it's a huge thing in my life. So yeah. yeah. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So we're back with Daniel and uh, he just told us that we're, he's passionate about music and expressing himself. But let's get down to um, the main body of uh, what I wanted to learn today and what the audience wanted to was, what is the origin story of your love for music? Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, surprisingly, I never really saw a future in music when I was younger. Hmm. Um, I've always planted a seed to be in the medical field, to be somewhere like in that um, field where I'm helping people. Because, mm -hmm. you know, ever since I was little, I've always wanted to help people. But as I grew up, I never really enjoyed it. Um, so there was an exact moment, and I'll tell you, where like I shifted from this medical field vision 
to um, music. And this was right before, actually no, this was right after graduation. Hmm. Um, and this is surprising because a lot of people when they graduate, they have, you know, a set, like they, they know where to go. But for me, I had a hard time because I was always told like, oh, like you, you always have time, you know. So when you graduate, you'll go where you, you want to go and then, you know, you'll become that person who you want to be. Um, but for me, <laughs> I was procrastinating. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, so, you know, I always like thought, okay, I have time. I always have time. But then when that moment hit, mm-hmm. you know, it really hits you. It's just like, what do I do? Like, what do I want to be? You know, like, because obviously I don't, I don't really enjoy, like, I, I like the idea of helping people. I, that's awesome. And being in the medical field, you know, you make money, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you for know, sure. you just, you can like do anything it feels, but like, do I really enjoy it? Mm. Is that my dream, mm. you know? And that moment, that question hit me when I was up in the stage, actually holding my diploma. Um, and I didn't know where to go. So like actually in that moment, I remember in the car, I asked my mom, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Um, she told me, you know, just, just pray. A simple thing like that, just pray. Mm. Um, and, you know, after the graduation party, I prayed. Um, I was definitely lost that day. You know, and and it's strange because it's it's graduation day, you know. Yeah. Um, and I prayed, <laughs> and actually the next day I got a call from you know, this big Indonesian artist. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Hey, I love your music. Let's collab." That's awesome. <laughs> um, it's it's been just such a special ride for me. Yeah. And it just tells you that. God does amazing things mm-hmm. in hard times like that. Oh, yeah. You know, just like graduation, I literally didn't know what to do. Yeah, for sure. And um, I remember in the graduation party, what actually led to that message was um, uh, Kaira. Kaira told me, like, hey, Daniel, you should perform. <laughs> you should perform your song in a uh, graduation party, which actually in the backyard here. Um, at first, I was like, no, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I'm shy, you know. But at the same time, I'm just like, I I love to entertain people, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just like seeing them smile, like because of, you know, you're singing and it's just an amazing thing. So I did it. Um, and then I prayed that night and the next day happened and there you go. That's awesome. <laughs> where and, I'm at. And you made that, um, you, you felt like in your mind and your heart, you made a pivot. Mm-hmm. from actually from from the medical field to music but i don't think you're actually and what you might not think mm-hmm. is actually helping people right music can be your form of helping yep. people you know because yep. you can touch people's lives through yep. music yeah. in in a way that um maybe nobody else can which is super cool right yes. and it's super special also shout out to ira that's shout amazing. out, shout out. If, if she's, it's amazing. She's and amazing. then I want to backtrack because you mentioned that story when you were up there on the stage. For me also, I think that's a phenomenon that happens with everyone. Mm. You know, because you're, you're going through school, you're going through high school, you know what to do every day. You go to school, you go yeah. to class, you come home, you do your homework, repeat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but once, once you finish graduation, you hit graduation, the mm-hmm. world is yours. Yeah. And that's 
it's honestly, it is for me too, like a scary feeling, right? Because yeah. some people don't know where they're doing. You know, to be honest, in college, some people still don't know what they're doing. Right. They just go to college because that's what they're told to do, mm-hmm. right? Get a degree and move on and uh, go experience your life. But no, that's cool. I think, I think careers are meant to be something that you can be passionate about. Right, because mm-hmm. you don't want to pursue a career, pay a lot of money, and uh, end up hating what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, but at the same time, we do need to feel practical, right? So course, so yeah. if you have something that you can fall back on, on top of pursuing a passion, you can do both. Mm-hmm. You know, for those right. of um, out there, maybe they do like being in the medical field, but then they have other passions. Maybe they're YouTubers. Maybe they're musicians. Maybe yep. they're artists. Mm-hmm. So Just do something that you enjoy. You know, follow your dream. Yeah. For, for sure. sure. And I think I think even our parents, they tell us, oh, go be, I mean, as an Asian American, of they're course, like, hey, yeah. go be in the medical field. It's guaranteed money mm-hmm. and we won't have to worry about supporting you in any way. Um, but I think for me, I had that aha moment where my parents kind of realized, too, they wanted me to pursue what I wanted to pursue mm-hmm. because that would make me happy mm-hmm. for life. Yeah. So I think that's cool. And I think you get a lot of support from your community. Yeah. Would, would you think that's true? Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So uh, before the graduation day, obviously, there are four years of high school. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, I think you were doing music before then. How did you balance <laughs> it for those out there that are maybe in high school or jumping into high school? Let me tell you, it was not hard. <laughs> it was- I, I hated I school. <laughs> but... You know, to to graduate, I needed a long-term goal. Mm -hmm. I needed this goal where it's like, to get where I'm at, I have to do these certain things. Yeah. If I graduate, that's just going to help me more to become who I am Mm -hmm. in the future. So for me, um, yeah, I I hated school, but it was one of the things that I needed to do Mm -hmm. to become who I am. Um, And not only that... um, but it's, you know, my mom's dream as well. You know, yeah. she, she came to this like, country, you know, to raise me and, you know, have this life for me and, mm-hmm. you know, to repay her back. Like, even though I don't like school, I have to do this um, because, you know, it's, it's right for me. And it's also, you know, making my dreams for my mom yeah, as well. Because sure. if I'm following my dreams uh, for me... I think it's right if, you know, I make that dream for her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome to find that balance because, <laughs> of course, um, and find the discipline to be able mm-hmm. to get there. But you know that you had to do it. Um, very good. Very good. So mm-hmm. what did a, what did a typical day kind of look like then? You go to school, <laughs> you come go home. Go to school. <laughs> yeah. I just wake up, take a shower. <laughs> it's early. Um, and I just go to school, just go to choir. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, it's, it's my favorite class. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're just waiting till you can get to that mm-hmm. class. Yeah, it's just, um, and I talk to my um, director, my teacher. Mm-hmm. I ask her a lot about, oh, what, what can I do better? Um, and it's kind of crazy because like when I first did high school, <laughs> Choir was just a fill-in class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I didn't mm-hmm. choose to be in that class, but yeah. choir was just fill-in. For some reason, that class started to be my favorite yeah. in, in senior year. Um, and I don't know, it's just the fact that I just kept learning from it, and I just liked it. And 
like, I heard myself. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was like for the very first time, just hearing yourself. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you sing, like you're used to it, you know? Yeah. And um, like, you know what you sound like. Mm-hmm. But when you hear people tell you what you sound like, yeah. and they're saying all these things, mm-hmm. it's such an amazing feeling. Oh, yeah, so for I sure. Just, I kept going on with it. I wanted to get better. Um, and, you know, finishing high school just motivated me that they're yeah. on, you know? Sure. And that's actually a good tip right there because you really enjoyed music and it was like a big passion. It mm-hmm. evolved into that. Mm-hmm. But just uh, just knowing that you could get better and knowing there was someone out there that yep. could be a mentor to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't feel prideful. You know, you didn't um, feel like you were better than everyone else. You yeah. still want to learn from everybody mm-hmm. else. Yep. yep. And that's, that's like a and good trait to have. It's never like... Um, I have everything in me because, you know, I hear a lot of people say like, oh, like you're born with this talent. Mm-hmm. That's true. But there are also things that I need to learn mm-hmm. and I can learn. Yeah. And I I don't only like learn from her. I've learned from like so many people um, and the Internet too. the Internet is such a big thing nowadays that you can learn literally anything mm-hmm. from it. Um, so, yeah, just taking advantage of the things you have right now in this generation. It's just a big thing. Yeah. And I'm glad. I'm glad that I am doing that. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, cool. So that was the balance between academics and music. Now, how has music for you in pursuing your passion helped you express yourself? I think a really big thing about you know, expressing myself that I have a tool I have um, is an audio recording software here um, and notepads. Um, when I go through something or I just think about something in my head, I like to write it down and I use that for lyrics. And as I'm creating those lyrics, I'm thinking about, you know, my myself in the past mm-hmm. And it's like almost like like you're you're writing it down and it's and it's like, you know, you're you're writing down your life, you know? Mm. And you're going through it and you're just saying like, oh wow. It's either I did an amazing job or I could have done better. Mm-hmm. And what I look for is not the amazing job. I, I look for, you know, the things that I could have done better at. You know, like why why did this make people feel a certain way about me? Like, why is this, like, sad? <laughs> why is this um, hit me, you know? Yeah. Why does this lyric hit me? Yeah. Um, and I try my best to, like, look at my phone sometimes and my notepads, and I look at that same lyric because I write it down, and I say, mm, I'm learning. Yeah, you know that's cool that you're always on like the path for improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people like when times get tough or they get down, maybe um, they go through a big life event, they just give up. Mm. But you felt that music was your outlet mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, um, make those steps and take strides for improving yourself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, of course, of course. Because it, I, I, I can see it filling pretty much like uh, not not a void or a gap, mm-hmm. but filling a place in your heart that just makes you feel good, mm-hmm. right? 
And honestly, it's not only like music, like, you know, to self-reflect, you can just write it down. Mm -hmm. Just writing down something that's bothering you, something that's even you're happy about, you know, you can just write it down, look at it and just think to yourself, oh, what could have I done better? Even the things yeah. you're, you're happy about. Yeah. Like just strive to become better. Um, look for those goals, you know, mm -hmm. um, just keep on going, you know? Cool. Cool. And we kind of mentioned, we mentioned how it's allowed you to express yourself. Do you think it is important for those listening to express oneself, like themselves? Of course. I think a lot of the things, um, taking care of your physical body is good, mm. but also your mental. Yeah. I think that's a really important thing in life. Just taking care of, you know, yourself, your self-worth, um, just being your character. Yeah. You know, not changing that. Um, just writing something down, that's from you, you know, yeah. and, and learning it from yourself. Mm -hmm. It's a really big thing. And I think that's really important in the human life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because just the mental aspect of it and the emotional, and then it turns into not the religious spiritual, mm -hmm. but your per, your just spirit, mm -hmm. just your mental. aura. Mm -hmm. It really affects everything mm -hmm. down to the physical aspect. Of so very cool. It sounds like you've grown and matured through this whole process. <laughs> Could you explain yeah. that a little bit for the, for the listeners? I've had my rough patches. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it, it took a lot of um, reflection and most importantly, discipline for mm -hmm. sure. Just telling yourself, like, hey, it's going to be all right. You know, just looking, writing it down. Like I still have, you know, those, I, I still like wrote those downs in my bad times. I still look at it, but now I'm smiling, you know, because yeah. it's like, wow. I'm someone I'm, new. I'm yeah, someone I'm different. someone new and this doesn't mm -hmm. affect me. That's <laughs> awesome. Just, yeah, of course. It's That's just like, yeah, just self-reflection is a huge thing. Yeah, so. and a lot of us think that like our demons are like external, but sometimes mm -hmm. they're internal. Internal. We need mm -hmm. to tackle those. Of course. Right? And that's that's really important. And I've mm -hmm. seen that in you. And that's really cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right. We want to wrap up this segment um, by just offering Daniel... Um, you might have some tips for aspiring musicians or artists or self-expressors. Um, right. Let's start mus musically. Musically, I think it's really good to, you know, have a notepad <laughs> and just write things down. Yeah. Um, a really good part about music is, you know, when you write lyrics, it can be anyone else's experiences, but and it can also be yours, mm -hmm. you know? Just writing the things down in the moment. And those lyrics in the moment is what makes a good song. Mm. So I th recommend, you know, musicians out there to just write something down. You know, yeah. just write, you know, I'm happy. Why are you happy? Like at, in this moment, like you just feel super happy or you're just super down. Just write it down, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think in this day and age, like we're all kind of forgetful. Mm -hmm. So like when we say... Uh, remember this moment or enjoy savor the moment for of course. later we'll forget what it feels like mm -hmm. like the euphoria of it all yep. or or how we were just feeling so hard like emotionally Yeah. but um, it's good to capitalize if you're an aspiring musician to hit that at whatever the peak is right, right? your right. peak happiness <laughs> just think about that and go to, go there cool 
Very cool. What about uh, self-expressors? Self-expressors. Like those that are maybe shy. Maybe they mm. do want to just, um, they do want uh, to make their parents proud. I know that I did. You mm. know, a lot of Asian Americans do. But what would be a tip for those that, it's not selfish, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to express yourself of and, course. and enjoy your life. Yeah. Do you have any tips for them? I feel like in tips like that, going back to my days in you know, graduation, you may feel lost, you know, um, and, and you may feel like all these things, you know, might be the answers of your questions, mm. but um, follow your dream, you know, don't follow, you know, someone else's dream, just don't, you know, look at something, you can be inspired by it. But, you know, if you're truly happy with something, then follow it. Mm. And don't be afraid. Um, and it's okay to be afraid, you know. If there's going to be rough patches. That's yeah. that's something there. Mm-hmm. And God will help you, for sure. Um, but just go for it. Um, and just go for your dream. Yeah. For sure. I think that really ties into the, whole, the, the understanding if you... Uh reach for the moon you'll land in the stars mm. you know mm-hmm. and it's also helpful that you have a community to support you and you've trusted of course awesome very cool that wraps us th- wraps up this segment so hopefully you guys have been inspired and learned a little bit more about um, expressing yourself and finding ways to you know enjoy the good moments. But uh, in this segment, I did want to talk to Daniel about the Asian American, Indonesian American culture, particularly, and uh, how it's played a part in his life. So Daniel, um, first thoughts, initial thoughts, um, how has your Indonesian culture affected your American life or influenced it? Um, For me, you know, growing up and knowing English, you know, as just my language, um, it's taught me a lot about just me growing up in you know United States. You know I'm growing up in this culture in itself. You know in the United States, mm-hmm. um, and but I'm Indonesian, <laughs> uh, and I've I felt you know I've always felt this divide in a language barrier mm. for me at least. You know, sometimes I'll just, <laughs> my mom will be on the phone with someone. She'll just speak into it. And I'm just like, uh. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you're saying, but I, I want to I understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you do have a passion for it. You're interested in it. For sure, yeah. yeah I've tried I've tried apps. Yeah. <laughs> I've, tried, I've tried some apps, for sure. Um, okay, but so, I think the language is just, yeah. Um, yeah, no, totally. I think a lot of the Indonesian Americans feel that way. Um, like, for even the ones that can't understand, most of us here can understand. Um, and then if it's broken vocabulary, we can understand. But mm-hmm. speaking it is somewhat challenging for a mm-hmm. few, if not many, if not all of us. Of course, yeah. But, um, okay, cool. But how has that kind of uh, trickled into kind of uh, maybe your school life and your friend groups? Mm. Have you ever felt like there was a divide um, being Asian American, being Indonesian American? Has that ever limited you or set you back or maybe made you more special because of it? For sure. I've 
you know, of, of course, you know, some people, you know, will see, you know, me differently because I'm Asian. Um, but I never really look at it like that. Mm. I just, um, I just don't really focus on that part. I just keep on going. Um, however, you know, being Indonesian, you know, Asian American has made me proud. Mm. So just being proud of, you know, what I am just ignores, you know, all the, the yeah. things that, you know, probably others are thinking about. So that's interesting. That's an interesting <laughs> dynamic, knowing that you can be proud of yourself, but you're always on the move and mm -hmm. you're thinking about improving yourself. Yeah, keep on going. Yeah. Mm. Cause it's like, if I focus on, you know, what they're thinking, is that really going to help me get to where I'm mm -hmm. going to, you know, mm -hmm. it's always that thinking because you're always going to have that long-term goal. Yeah. And I had that long-term goal. You know, I want to be an artist. Or, but in that aspect of school, you know, I didn't know where I wanted to be. Yeah. So, of course, I'm going to go through those, like, rough patches. And, you know, I'll be thinking, like, oh, why are they looking at me like that? Yeah. <laughs> That's but, just an unnecessary obstacle for sure, that for you sure. can move out of the way. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I just think just having that long-term goal, just focusing on only that thing helps a lot. So. That's good. That you've been able to drown out kind of that divide if, if there mm -hmm. ever was one. But you never felt like there was one. <laughs> yeah. No, because I, you never really that, focused on yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. And um, have there been any circumstances where you felt like, not in a bad way, but in a good way, that you were Asian American? Um, Maybe there was a event you know, that you went to and other people are like, wow, you're Asian American. That's really cool. Like, of course. I witnessed something really special about you. Yeah. Uh, of course, like our school's cultural awareness, um, that uh, special day where they would celebrate, you know, the culture. Um, I was, <laughs> I held the Indonesian flag for that day. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it just, it made me proud just being who I am. Um, uh, wouldn't change it for the world, so. For sure. It's just such an amazing feeling. Um, and also my friends, too. You know, they're just, they're great. <laughs> awesome. Great. Good stuff. Now, last, last thing before we wrap up this segment, um, I just want to ask you how much of an Indonesian you feel like. Because um, you mentioned you really can't understand the language. Not all of us can. Um, but do you still feel Indonesian amongst, amidst all of the drowning out of you know, those cultural barriers mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, just differences? Um, I know that the language, you know, barrier is a big thing, you know. Um, and the right answer would be yes, for sure. And my answer would be yeah, of course. Because, you know, when I'm following this music thing, I'm also representing, you know, Indonesians. Mm. Um so, you know, just looking out for that, um, just setting myself as like a good example for others as well mm -hmm. is a huge thing too. If, because for me, being Indonesians, you know, you don't really see those like that many Indonesian music artists, mm -hmm. especially in the United States for sure. And, you know, setting an example for yourself and showing those people that are, you know, scared. Genuinely, I think that there are a lot of people out there that are scared it uh, doesn't have to be Indonesians. Um, just showing them that, hey, like you can do it, <laughs> for sure. That's cool. You want to be an inspiration to others. Of course. That's a huge thing, too. 
That's very cool. I think that's a definitely a great way to help other people. Well, thank you, Daniel. And that wraps up this segment. <laughs> nice. segment we wanted to ask daniel about his important tool or daily driver uh, maybe one that's music and one that is outside of music. of course of course um daily driver i think would be just my microphone for music i think that's a really important part of my life is being able to you know um vocalize and share you know just what i i want to like create because i love to yeah. create stuff um, and being able to do that with a microphone is just a huge thing. And it's just a powerful thing to have those speakers on and you're hearing yourself. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, that's not that's not me. Wow, that, is that really me? It's just like so crazy. Too good to be true. <laughs> yeah, of course. Now, would you say that people need an expensive mic? Oh, an no, expensive of tool? course not, no. Um, you know, if, if you, if you want to be a musician, you know, of course investing in a mic is a... Is always a good thing, um, but you can start, you know, with, with start phone. where you can. Yeah, of course. Right. You know, I made my song matter. Mm-hmm. Um, like half of it was you know, on my earbuds. <laughs> what really? Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> half no of, way. Half of the song was like made from you know my Apple earbuds. You're lying. So you There's no to, way. Yeah, you have to. You can start from the bottom. You know, no and it's, way. it'll just. <laughs> mind blown just, like, man keep investing just keep on you know making yourself up and just yeah any recommendations for mics um i have the at2020 um right now uh you can get the share that's a really good mic it's pretty expensive but like an affordable you know 100 mic is the at2020 a good condenser mic so hmm. yeah well, you upgraded from the Blue Yeti, which yep. we're using now, to that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I wanted to have an XLR, and um, I, I just wanted to mess with things in, with an audio mm. uh, adapter instead of, you know, using my laptop yeah. and, uh, you know, USB. So, you know, I just wanted to upgrade, and it was a recommendation from one of my mix and masters. So cool. It was Very great. Cool. <laughs> And what about an important tool or daily driver outside of music? Right. Um, I think a really good tool for that is just writing. Mm. Just like, I know this is like kind of into, you know, music, but I really believe that, you know, you don't really have to be an artist to write something down Mm. because that can really help you in your life. Just like even writing one word, you know, just one word um, or just a sentence, you know, just reminding yourself, hey, like I've, I've been there before and now I'm not there. Just knowing that that thing you're going through is temporary mm-hmm. and just living your life after that and being the happiest person you can be. So awesome. Very cool. Oh, man, I'm so inspired. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up with your favorite quote or Bible verse, or both if you have any. Um, of course. Just to get, bring I, us up on an even higher note. I found this Bible verse. I forget where this was from, but I wrote it down. It was, I think it's either from like GYC or um, my trip to SLA in Manado. But it's from Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. 
And it says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And this really is personal to me. And I um, I picked this specific one because, you know, going back to my graduation <laughs> day, I felt lost. And I felt like I couldn't really go to anyone. And in this verse, it really tells you, you do have someone to go to. Always, you have someone to go to, and that's God. Mm, mm. So never forget that, for sure. True that. True that. And with that, <laughs> I think that wraps us up. <laughs> this is Memoirs of an Indonesian American. I'm Steve. I'm Daniel. Bye. <laughs>